Welcome back to Reject the Regular. My name is Angel. And I'm Jen. And today we're talking about things that we're never going to do again. Mm-hmm. And these aren't like regrets. These are more like we choose to live a better life without these things. Yep. We're new people now, which is new habits. And so we're taking control of our, our attitudes, our Absolutely. emotions, our actions, our words. All right. So that kicks off the first one, which is... I guess we're lumping all three of these together. Yeah, we're not gonna complain. Complain? Yeah, complain. Mm. Complain. <laughs> I was gonna say it again. Complain, blame, and justify. Yeah. I lump them because I think they're very similar. And somehow when you're complaining, you're blaming and justifying at the same time. Yeah, it kind of does. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same part of your brain. So, where's the first time we heard this at? I think it was in the challenge from Josh and Jill. Mm-hmm. But then we heard more about it in uh, T. Harv Eker's book, Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Oh, yeah. That's, I think, where I got most of it from. Yeah. Complaining. Complaining is one of those things that people are really good at. Yeah. They <laughs> love to complain. Like, and we it talked comes about this. easy. We talked about it before where kind of yeah. people, people will connect with each other over complaining. Mm-hmm. Like, man, it's so hot outside. I just... I can't go outside. I'm stuck at home. And it's it's easy to do that because then you know somebody else agrees because it, somebody else is like, oh, yeah, it is hot outside. Mm-hmm. But when you kind of get stuck in that cycle of complaining, it just sounds like your life sucks. And so when you keep going that direction, it's just like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where it's like your life. You start highlighting the crappy parts of your life. Yeah. It's just not a good way. And complaining, you're just you're complaining about something you can't do. So that means you're blaming another circumstance. Yeah. And good, so good segue to that second word. I know. Thank you. So it's just hard to continue with that taking power back, which we're all about. Uh-huh. You're giving that power away to something, someone, I don't know, anything. Yep. So that's what blaming is. It's like you don't want to take responsibility for what you're doing or what you're not doing. So mm-hmm. it's like somebody else's fault. And then there's justifying, which took us a little while to understand it all the way. Yeah. When we first thought about it, like justifying, saying like, it's okay, this and that. But it really comes down to making excuses mm-hmm. where, and, and you're right, goes down the same line where it's, it's too hot outside, so I'm not going to go run. So yeah. there's a complaining, there's a blaming the sun, and then there's nobody would really run when it's this hot outside, so I'm not going to go run. So basically, you're stopping your life for an excuse. Mm-hmm. And we have done all three at mm-hmm. some point. And we decided that it was getting us nowhere. That's what regular people do. Yeah. It's easy. It's it's lazy thinking. It is. It's lazy thinking. It's easy to say this and not take control of your own life. Like, I'm going to get up at five in the morning like our son does and goes running. Yeah, he does. So our son has decided that he can't run at 10 o'clock in the morning because it's hot already here. Yeah. So he has to get up at five in the morning and go run. So he found... Or we found a solution for him. (laughs) (laughs) We told him he's getting up and doing it. But he does it and he's actually seeing the results. Like he's getting better at running. He's running with the the bigger guys in the team now too, which is pretty Mm -hmm. cool. Like the upperclassmen. Yeah, he's really enjoying it. Yep. And so that is the first thing we will never do. The second thing we will never do again is wish. Yep. Wishing sounds okay. Like Mm -hmm. it sounds like. I thought it was okay for a long time. Yeah. But wishing I wish is like I a, had a million dollars. Right. But wishing kind of like along that lazy thinking line where it's just kind of, oh, yeah, that would be nice. 
but I can't really do it. And there is a difference between wishing and dreaming. Uh-huh. Like I think wishing is more you want to do it and that we kind of throw those in together where it's like a, a want, but mm-hmm. not really a, you're not committed to doing it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, I wish that I had that body. And it's like, you can have that body. You just got to get up at five o'clock in the morning and run. Pretty much. And a dream is something that you want, but you have goals to set towards. Right. Yeah. It's it's tied to the goals and tied to the action. Exactly. Where wish just completely like score of the action and then you just you stop there. Yeah, like Disneyland is a wish. You know what I mean? Like they ha- they do their whole target on wish upon a star, you know. Ma- oh yeah, they're trying to create that fantasy land. Yeah, exactly. And so you think it only comes once in a blue moon when the reality is, you know, wishful thinking can actually be detrimental to your progress in life. Yeah. So I think wish is kind of more tied to like the non-reality. Mm-hmm. So there's a separation between this is actually possible and then this is not possible. Like wishing fountains. I threw a lot of pennies there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where then dreaming can be tied to the reality part of it. Yeah, exactly. If you're wanting a better life, dream a better life. Don't wish a better life. Because dreaming means you can go after it yep, and you, you can accomplish the, it. Wishing, you create the vision. Wishing is meaning that you have no control and you're just waiting for some... Bit, you, uh, you need the genie. In, yeah, I was going to say fairy godmother coming to mm-hmm. give you... That pumpkin turned into a, what is it called? Carriage. Carriage. There you go. And the perfect dress, but it all ends by midnight. Yep. So we don't wish anymore. We dream. Then three, and this is hard. This is a hard one. We always have to catch ourselves. We have to be very mindful is we do not want to be satisfied. Yeah, I agree. Because before we started this whole journey, we were we were kind of okay where we were at. Yeah, like we were just going down the regular path. And then we saw that there was bigger things. And then so we started going down that path and it was exciting. Mm-hmm. And then so when we settled back into that place of like being satisfied, like, oh, this is this is nice. Mm-hmm. Then it's like it gets boring real quick. Yeah, it really does. And what happens is like you get in a routine of not progressing, but of doing the same thing, mm-hmm. never like losing your momentum staying the same way like it's you're just staying satisfied with having yeah it's like this is working right now why am i going to change it yeah with having a couple thousand dollars in your bank account instead of like hundreds of thousand dollars in your bank account <laughs> we started being satisfied with we moved out of my mom's house in last year and now we're like we were being satisfied with that we realized no we want more we don't want to just live here in this house the state everything so right well there is a danger to this one too is because you could you don't want to be in that space where you're always not satisfied with your life where you're like always kind of like in regrets like i wish i had more Mm -hmm. you need to be more which that's not what this is about this is more about pushing yourself forward but we also encourage you to be grateful like you have like gratitude every day of what you do have and and appreciate those things yeah so there's a big difference between satisfied and being grateful like Mm -hmm. i am very grateful for my life i'm grateful for even having toothpaste you know because nobody wants that morning breath (laughs) and so there's gratitude and then they're satisfied with like i'm just satisfied with brushing my teeth once a day instead of (laughs) twice a day so that's the difference, if you didn't know. <laughs> I like I like how Ed Milet says it. He says blissfully dis- blissfully dissatisfied. Yeah. He says it without stuttering. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like you're appreciative of where you're at. Like you love yourself. You love your life. 
mm-hmm. but at the same time you're like how can i make it better but without you're not you're not combating yourself that way though exactly so that is our number three is we don't want to be satisfied we have gratitude for everything that we have accomplished and we have but mm-hmm. we're not going to be satisfied until the day we die <laughs> <laughs> you know we'll see <laughs> exactly so number four is not enjoy what we do yep and that kind of goes with the satisfied too where mm-hmm. we were kind of like that goes with the whole st- stuck in your job and being being stuck in something mm-hmm. and then not enjoying it for the rest of your life exactly it's also mean uh we're trying to reject the regular and do all this different things and make it something yeah and we just were not enjoying it at all we were pushing ourselves i was having emotion like it was just not aligning with me i was emotionally detaching myself all of a sudden like i don't want to do it you do it then you be it and so after we just took it off the table we started enjoying again and creating Mm -hmm. and not meaning like we are gonna have you're gonna have times where you don't enjoy something and i like what tom bilyeu says um because somebody asked a question like how do you stay uh come like stay in love like stuff like that um no like i keep falling in love with different things and his problem is like he's like you don't have a problem with falling in love you have a problem with staying in love yeah he's like stay committed stay in love so that's the difference is like if you don't enjoy something for one moment you have to work at it like relationships you have to work at business you have to work at hobbies like it doesn't come perfect all the way through yeah you're not gonna love every moment that you're in you're not gonna be happy or uh smiling every every second of every moment of everything you do but you do have to like what the message is coming out yeah so you have to like what you want what you're creating you have to enjoy what you're putting out there if you're not enjoying the podcast making podcasts then that's something you might want to think about maybe you need to do videos writing um there's so many other ways so understand that it's not about trying to be in love like have the first love like those butterflies Mm -hmm. but stay committed yet it's aligning with who you are you're being your true self you're not being a fake self yep yeah i agree I think that goes along with the vision because the vision is what's inspiring. Mm-hmm. And so you can hold on to that. So that, that kind of helps you get through those less fun times, the boring times. Yeah. There's a lot of boring times that you guys just don't see. You just hear the podcast and it sounds like we're having an amazing life. <laughs> Most of the time we're in our office brainstorming, doing things, working towards it. We're not we're not like um, flying on private jets or anything. Like that. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. We're working towards that. But it doesn't mean we're not, we're enjoy that process, though, of mm-hmm. of getting to where we're going. All right, so the last one that we will never do is work for someone else. Yeah. And this kind of comes with the whole territory of like entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. It's like once you get a taste of not working for somebody else, it's like it's really hard to go back. Yeah. I actually came to this realization for me. It was like kind of one of my, I guess, bigger fears, if, if mm. that's what you want to call it, is when you work for somebody else, you, it kind of strict restricts your freedom a lot. Like you don't have a lot of choice on how much you're making. You don't have a lot of choice on your vacation time you have to get permission right you have to be there at certain hours Mm -hmm. you have to ask for days off all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and so for me that kind of felt really restricting and i didn't want to go back to that yeah so it was kind of like i was operating out of this uh this this lack like um uh, scarcity Mm -hmm. it's kind of like i was acting out of this like scarcity mindset with money which we try to we avoid now like Mm -hmm. we don't do and so I was holding on to the money that I had and the life that I had so hard that I wasn't growing because I was afraid to lose everything. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't risking anything anymore where I had to let go of that. 
But back to the point is working for somebody else is very, very restricting. It doesn't allow you all the time to live your dreams. I mean, there's ways that you can design your life around it. Yeah. But you can just do a lot more, a lot faster if you find out how to work for yourself. Absolutely. And I realized I've, um, since I haven't worked for somebody in for nine years, almost, no, eight, eight years. Anyways, is when we got married that year, 2012, 2012, since 2012, um, like I've had that freedom, which is really nice. I like it, but it's interesting that like for you, I didn't think it was a big deal until we started doing this and you were home more. So it was like, oh, clients, like even getting you out of clients' offices now mm-hmm. is like a big deal for us. So I realized that having that freedom, having to be able to work on what we want to, being able to podcast batch, write Instagram, post batch, like, spoiler alert, we don't try to podcast every day and then put it out every day. It's like right. things are a process, right? You can't do that. It's a, It gets hard after a while. So I realized that I like having you home. So I would like you home a little bit more. I think it's about... Or taking... full-time, actually. I'd like you home full-time. I don't know why it's a little <laughs> bit more. I would like you around... And it's going to take adjustment for us, definitely. Yeah. Definitely adjustment, but, but I... That, that's the struggle we'll go through when we get there. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I thought, like, the day you retired, we'd go through all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's happening sooner. Like, it's good, though. It's all good. But it's, it's about taking more control over your life and over your time. Exactly. So, like, you even said, even um, being out of clients' offices, which I am now, I'm still in. Yeah. Like they're still kind of in control where I'm at at that moment and that time. Mm-hmm. So it is more, the more and more that I can lean towards. Yeah. I decide my schedule. I do all the kind of stuff, yeah. the better. And so one of the things is when we say all this, it does take steps. It's not just boom, you're in a client. You know what I mean? You have mm-hmm. no boss. You're in a client. Like it took us steps to get here. So I think you have to understand that these are the things that we got. We took steps to get to this place. And if you want to know how we got there, go follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Reject the Regular. Until then, dream big and take action. Bye.